Jobs. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. the Satellite Sisters. Ho, ho, ho. It is Sunday, December 18th. Leon, are you laughing at my ho, ho, ho? Yeah, I am, Liz. I'm just surprised. I'm just so jovial from you. I, I actually love the ho, ho, ho. I, I, think of, I think of all of the things you can say, it's the most fun to say. And so that's why I thought I would say it. So obviously, we're the Satellite Sisters. I'm Liz Dolan here in Santa Monica. Leon is in Pasadena. Monica, you're joining us from Portland, Oregon. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. How's everything there? Well, of course, we say howdy ho, Liz. Uh, it's just fun. No, you do not really, do you? No, I don't say that. <laughs> no, but I mean, do people? No. Okay, no. good. <laughs> you mean Texans? Yes, because I would believe that they do, but I'm relieved that they don't. <laughs> I did see, uh, speaking of Texas, I did. Uh, we were out looking at the lights last night, and um, I did see a house. They had a big a uh, big uh, lit up it was uh the state of texas in their front lawn and it said merry christmas y'all so i thought oh, that that's was cute that's, that's that apparently is the texas way Liz. yeah a little local flavor okay well i'm barely getting into the holiday spirit because i was the host last night it was a group party but we had a big surprise birthday party for our brother Brendan last night at my place. And Leon, wouldn't you say that it was quite a surprise and really a nice little success? It really was excellent, Liz. And here's the deal. We are not a surprise party family. I think we'd all agree. Like our old executive producer, Corny Cole, they, their family threw surprise parties, like at the drop of the hat where they organized (laughs) a thousand people to go to San Antonio for a surprise party. We don't just don't operate like that. So the fact that it, it, was an actual surprise. Brendan was genuinely surprised and touched and yes. astonished. Oh, yes. And as Liz kept saying, Julie and Monica, we have set the bar so low for family <laughs> celebrations for birthdays <laughs> yeah. that he thought that the actual dummy emails we sent on his actual birthday, that like that was it. Like, hey, happy birthday. Have a good day. <laughs> right. He was totally satisfied with that. The fact that it was totally believable that we would do nothing for a major milestone birthday is kind of a sad statement of where we as a family are with birthdays, but it all turned around last night, and it was a lot of fun. He thought he was coming for a little holiday party, and then da-da-da-da, lights, camera, action, balloon, yelling, surprise. Monica, you even called in, which was a very nice touch. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Well, I got sort of a mysterious phone message from Sheila yesterday. She said, oh, hi, it's Sheila. Uh... You might want to call Liz's apartment tonight. <laughs> That's what she said. Surprise. Surprise. You might want to call Liz's apartment tonight. Liz, I have to tell you, two things ran through my head. I was like, all right, I, 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 Liz has some big news. Either she's quit her job or she's getting married. I honestly, thought, I honestly thought you might be telling me you got engaged when you were in South America. Oh, I'm glad that you think that's possible. That's good. Uh, But yes, I did follow through on that. You might want to call Liz's apartment. So it was actually a nice way to check in. I got to talk to Brandon and wish him happy birthday and very fun. Yeah, so there were, but the the remaining uh, debris in the apartment is largely in the form of 
giant balloon bouquets. Brendan's wife, Laura, our sister-in-law, Laura, is a big balloon believer. And so she had these giant balloons uh, bouquets delivered in the late afternoon that with the big numbers in them and the happy birthday. And wouldn't you say, Leanne, it filled up quite a bit of the airspace. I have very high ceilings (laughs) in my place. But we were really making the most of the total airspace, the total volume of the room. I mean, even Laura, a balloon believer, was astonished at the size of these balloon bouquets. And mom just, if she said it once, she said it 20 times. How did they get them here? I was like, I don't know. Okay, I wasn't here. She kept saying, well, how, did, how, how did they get them? How did they get the big balloons around? Did they fly them in? <laughs> in a truck. I don't they, and is that allowed in your condo, Liz? I know you have very strict condominium rules there. Okay, Julie, that's funny you say that because here's what's what's probably not allowed is what I've done with the balloons this morning because oh. they were taking up most of the airspace in my home. Yeah. Uh, so now I've moved both giant bouquets out onto my balcony. So if you were standing on the street looking up, you would see my entire balcony just filled with gold and white festive balloons i'm hoping that they will pass as unconventional christmas decorations because i because i will i don't know what else to do with these balloons i mean i know it's that or take them down to the santa monica pier and charge two bucks a balloon i mean there's a there's a buck to be made from the balloon bouquets but i can't see you doing that i mean these things are giant so you could just pop them, but I'm sure that would be some kind of noise. You know, yeah. you'd have some noise issue going well, on. Right? Remember the downstairs neighbor, Julie. I know. That's exactly why I'm, I'm saying yeah. this. Because my sons really wanted to pop them. Believe me. <laughs> Once the birthday boy left, they were going to take a take a scissor to those balloon bouquets. Oh, anyway. So, whew, we got that Liz, I did feel bad that we left you with that giant mess. But you really have a one-person kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, Leanne, how many times have I walked out of your house leaving a giant mess? So believe me, you don't many. owe you. Yes, many times. You don't owe me any dishwashing at all. It's fine. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm slowly, I actually did a whole load last night before I went to bed. Having That's to, the key. Yeah, That's yeah. the key to get one load in. <laughs> it is. It is the key because then it's not so distressing in the morning. Yeah. And uh, so the rest of the day I can work it off and it, it will really be fine. So it was a lot of fun. And now I'm totally turning my attention to Christmas. So, uh, Julie, I didn't really send you anything yet, but I might. <laughs> oh, you might. Oh, Liz. Ho, ho, ho. It's quite the Christmas depending, depending on how quickly I, I get through I, the pile of dishes. Actually, Liz, I don't think anyone's ever said that to me. But <laughs> I might send you a gift you know know, i'm speechless (laughs) yeah i I, you know if i think of something good and i still have time i'm gonna go for it (laughs) okay but if you don't you don't that's the way it goes we did have a very nice um christmas visit um because i did go out to santa monica last week to see all all people that are in southern california and i saw pretty much everybody but brendan and his wife laura they weren't able to join us but i think we had some nice christmas celebrations going on uh we had lunch on Sunday, thanks to Leanne. She made reservations, which at our now, which is our, I think it's our biannual event. Uh, we yes. did two yes. years ago. We went to the same lovely little restaurant in Pasadena, and we had a very nice uh, sort of sisters lunch with our parents. Right? 
Which almost never happens. Yes, there was no next generation, no spouses. It was just four out of five of us and our parents. It was and quite nice. Monica was very pleasant. Everybody got a little dressed up and uh, we had a nice meal and no dishes. So no dishes. That was excellent. <laughs> that was successful. I um, I distributed some. And Julie uh, gave us gifts, Monica. We did not have any gifts for Julie. None of us. But no, I, 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 I received one of Julie's gifts also. Well, I, I had a theme this year. I just kind of felt like I wanted to do something personal for all my sisters. So, but obviously I wasn't going to make anything or monogram anything or, but I just thought, thought I want, and I certainly would never attempt to buy you, you know, clothes or scarves because everybody has their own style. But I did go to the makeup counter and I felt that I could get a small personal item for each of you. And I, I feel like I did a very good job. Uh, Liz and Leon got some lovely lip gloss that they like. Oh, yeah, complete Laura Mercier wardrobe of lip gloss. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's the key. To, like 20 shades. Fantastic. Seven Julie, shades. You're, you're big at the makeup counter this Well, year. this is a new thing. Now, Monica, you were a little more difficult to buy makeup for because, let's face it, you don't wear, like to wear a lot of makeup. No, but, but I, I, I got, yeah, I I got this uh, base preparatoire de maquillage otherwise <laughs> otherwise known as primer <laughs> julie you sent it to me you said it was a miracle in a tube and it is thank you monica it's not scented it doesn't have any coloring to it oh but it's sort of it's like spackle for your face isn't it it just it's sort of sets your face up don't you think right i mean what could be more personal than face cream than <laughs> <The> primer <laughs> than, spa than spackle you're right when you put it that way oh, i'm almost tempted to put foundation on just, <laughs> just so i can see how it works but i have been using it every day okay. before monica. i go to work so I, I thought you might enjoy it okay it's a hydrating primer monica which i again i thought <laughs> i on the personal side so but uh but anyway, I, I felt like we had some nice holiday spirit going there. No, you don't. No, you don't need to buy me gifts back. You know, back. It was just. It was in the spirit. I wanted to get each one of you something special. I got Sheila something body scrub because you know. Let's face it. That's what she enjoys doing. So, uh, <laughs> and Monica, she left me a message. She said that she has tried the body scrub, which the um, the scent of it is creme brulee body scrub. Whoa. Just imagine that. And Sheila called me up and left a message, and she wanted to thank me for my gift. And she said, Julie, you just need to know, it's like crack. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> nice. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with, your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leon. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. 
no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because yeah. it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm -hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself <laughs> because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSisters for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Okay, Monica, up in Portland, do you have any big I, uh, parties coming up or shopping you need to be doing? What are you up to? Well, I have a little uh, holiday gift report. I'm almost finished. With all of my holiday shopping and, you know, our tradition, although, Julie, thank you for breaking tradition because I'm enjoying this Laura Mercier product. Uh, but our tradition is usually just to give gifts to the family members that we're going to see on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. Monica's yeah. just repeating to <laughs> reinforce. The yes. rules. Okay. <laughs> so, Leon, I am, am I going to see you on Christmas Day? No. No, you're not, Monica. No. 
cards in the mail, as they say. But I also, I I got mom and dad a gift. So Liz, I'm very, very pleased with the gifts I got this year. Um, I think they're very personal. Some are practical. Uh, I threw a little funny in there because I know people like the funny. But Liz, I got you something. um, It's very uh, local. It's it's indie. Um, (laughs) I, I, I don't think it's sustainable. I'm just telling you, it's not wet wool. Okay. <laughs> it's not, I know that's what you think of when you think of Portland, wet wool, wet fleece, but I'm very pleased because it's a very um, local product from a little uh, independent boutique downtown. So uh, of course I picked it out, but I haven't exactly bought it yet. Okay. <laughs> that's the Dolan spirit. <laughs> so I'm hoping I don't get down there this afternoon and they're all gone. Um, but then I have, we have a white elephant gift exchange at work. Oh, that's, okay. that's up, funny. That's coming up on Tuesday. And it's actually, it's quite a big holiday tradition for our department. Uh, and I don't know how I suddenly, the last three years, I worked there for three years. I'm suddenly in charge of the Christmas lunch. Oh, also, oh. the holiday lunch. It's because you did such a good job with the pizza thing that almost bankrupted <laughs> you <laughs> a couple of months ago. So the pizza that I paid $600. Yes, for. right. So um, I, I seem to be in charge of the holiday lunch, which is fine. Last year we did like Vietnamese food. And this year we're going with Baja Fresh. Nice. Oh, yum. Yeah, good. So, so we're going to have the whole Baja Fresh spread. But then it comes to the White Elephant Exchange. And... We have like a $10-ish limit, but it's nice because it's a mixture of serious gifts, like things you would actually want to get, chocolates. There was some wine last year. Of course, there's a lot of Starbucks that goes around. But then there are people that are more creative, and they get, you know, the funny things. And I think that's sort of the spirit of the white elephant. So last year I went with the serious gift. So this year, I wanted to go with more of the gag gift. And, of course, I wanted to buy the onion goggles. <laughs> what is that? Please explain. They're goggles that you wear when you're slicing onions. And let's face it, everyone wants a pair. I mean, if you had them, you would use them. <laughs> and I saw them yesterday, but they were $20. Uh, so I had to pass on that. But I got What's, what's the limit? Ten dollars. Okay. Okay. It's not very much. I, I have to admit, I went a little bit over the limit because when I saw this thing, I could not resist it. I'll just tell you about it because I don't think any of my coworkers are listening. But um, it's a calendar, which I know sounds very boring, but it is a pets rock calendar. And I don't know if you've ever seen. I guess there's a pets rock book. It is like dogs and cats dressed up as famous people. So we have like Snoop Dogg, we got Lady Gaga, we got Andy Warhol, uh, we got the Queen of England, and then on the back, there's a cat that's very creepy looking who's dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow. And when I saw that, I I had to have it. And you know what? I want to keep this for myself. (laughs) I think what makes it a good gift is that it's just slightly creepy yeah <laughs> the, do- the animals they're not the best looking animals you've ever seen in your yeah. life. <laughs> you know it's not pets and cute costumes but he found yeah, yeah. dogs and cats that were unusual looking and then you know dress them up as 
as these unusual people. So um, I'm very, very excited to give that. I think there's a lot of people in my office who are going to want this. And of course, <laughs> we have stealing during. Oh, our- you do. Oh, that's good. Oh, well, well, so my- maybe you could end up with it then. <laughs> we 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 do have stealing. I I think when people see Captain Jack Sparrow, the cat, they're going to want this. Last year there was um, a six pack of beer that was a very popular item amongst. <laughs> Well, you know, Monica, you know what the strategy is for stealing. That if you, if, you have, um, if you have a gift that you want to keep, then you wrap it very badly. I mean, people, when you have those grab bags, they always go for the nicely wrapped items, okay? So if your gift yes. is not nicely wrapped, it's quite possible that you could end, nobody's going to pick it ahead of you, and you could actually pick your own gift. <laughs> I've been to quite a few of these gift exchanges. (laughs) Well, I I, I am thinking about, Julie, how am I going to disguise a calendar? Because I think that's the key. (laughs) If I wrap it like a calendar, everyone's going to know it's a calendar. I mean, what what else is going to be a record album? Who gives those anymore? So I had I do have to find some sort of disguise wrapping, and then yes, Julie, I like your idea. I'll just mangle it. So yeah, no make will. it look bad. Just pick a bad wrap, <laughs> just badly wrapped. That will help your chances of ending up with this calendar. Monica. Okay, Monica, I just googled Pets Rock 2012. Oh, it's hilarious! It's, it's hilarious. Isn't I it? have to agree. The, Did yes. you see the Captain Jack Sparrow? I see him. I see Mother Teresa. I see slightly <laughs> creepy. Yeah, Dame Ellen, Edna, yeah, the hamster, just, yes, very good, excellent, you're right, that's a winner. So even though you went $1.19 above your limit, I think it was well. Leanne, what was the book that you gave Daniel last night? That was another really funny book. Oh, Awkward Pet Photos, the follow-up to Awkward Family Photos. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's a good one, that's I, another I, Good stocking Ooh, I stuffer. bought one of those for someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, Monica, I'm actually pleasantly surprised to hear that I'm getting a gift from you because technically, according to the rules, the you have to see each other on Christmas. I'm not really seeing you till a day or two after Christmas, right? That's right, because okay. I have to be on call next yeah. week. Yeah. But- you know, okay. Liz. No, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Okay. It just, it what just, is that? Is that your way of telling me you didn't get me something? <laughs> not, not yet. But as she I say, might. now she might. Now, get you now I might. Exactly. Now, now I'm thinking I probably should. Uh, so I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. Um, all right. Moving on. I would like to say I haven't done a lot of shopping, but I did do a few things for the home for the birthday party last night including uh, some fine housewares from Crate and Barrel, which is one of my favorite stores anyway. So any excuse to go to Crate and Barrel, I'm, uh, I'm good with. So I bought, I figured because we were serving dinner to a big group that I needed a couple of big platters, and uh, I don't really have stuff like that. So I ordered some platters along with, you know, okay, I finally figured out that everyone else in the world uses napkin rings all the time and for any kind of entertaining. And I didn't really own any napkin rings, so I did that. And a, f- a few other items. Uh, but the, Julie, I think you saw this when you <laughs> Those were so nice, Liz. I- well, you thought I rented those, right? Uh oh. I we, think we just lost did you. Lose Leanne? To- no, I thought they were bracelets that we could keep. Oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, we can hear you. Yes. Uh, bracelets. Oh, I thought, they, I thought they were bracelets. I tried to put it on my wrist, that napkin <laughs> ring. 
<laughs> okay, well then I that was a success then. I will consider that a success. But anyway, I so I ordered a couple of platters and one of the two platters arrived broken, which was very disappointing. Because such a pity. Such, such a, pity. a pity. So you saw that, Julie. And of course, it sat there in my living room and I just ignored it for about 10 days. Uh, and then when I finally read the instructions from Crate and Barrel about how you should report broken merchandise, you have like seven days to report it. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be bad. I'm going to call in. And I just thought I'm going to have to wrap it up and send it back to them. I, maybe it's not even worth it. So I called them up and I explained broken platter and they, I gave them my transaction number and they said, um, they said, okay, well just, uh, just throw it away. We're sending you another right now. I was like, really? Really? Yes. Isn't that a fantastic resolution? <laughs> yes. Well, you like any resolution where you can just throw things. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's revisit when you moved out of your house in Portland. You got a dumpster. You put it up next to your wind, kitchen window, and you just threw things out, <laughs> out the window. That was, that was the most soul-satisfying thing I've ever done. Is, <laughs> is empty a house I had lived in for, you know, 15, 18 years out through the kitchen window. Just that, throwing things out the window so so is that what you do with your bladder out your out off your balcony uh so well I, I was just relieved that I didn't have to pack it up and send it back and then as soon as she said to me no just throw it away I was like of course why would they want a broken platter back that's stupid but I thought I would have to prove to them that my claim was true but I didn't right uh, yeah so just throw it away we'll send you another Thank you very much, Crate and Barrel. You have restored my faith in uh, in customer service. But I, so I have to admit, I did use it last night because because oh. <laughs> then I realized, well, if you throw a napkin over it, people don't really see that there's a corner that's chipped. So I'm going to throw it away today. <laughs> that's, I thought I would just use it. <laughs> I'm not going to keep it in permanent rotation in my home, but really, it was crazy not to at least try it out last night. So anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. Crate and Barrel, thank well, you very much. Well, you guys, I, I, had, uh, I, I didn't have the best week medically, but I did have one brilliant moment. So I thought I would share. Um, I, I mentioned on the Chaos Chronicles podcast, and I think I sent you all a sad sack email or text that said, hey, Monday morning, woke up with pink eye and in need of root canal. So <laughs> after that lovely holiday luncheon, it yes. all went down so, so of course, of course, my first thought was pink eye is one of the most contagious things around, and we were all together at lunch yesterday. So. I know I felt terrible. I did. There was I just thought, oh, it was the Santa Anna's, and then Monday morning I knew it was not the Santa Anna's. So, and then I said, what would Sheila do? You know, that's my medical method. <laughs> she so enjoys um, dent, you know, medicine. So Monday I went to the dentist. And he referred me to the endodontist. I made that appointment for Wednesday. Tuesday, I went to the eye doctor. And Wednesday, I like crawled in on my hands and knees to the endodontist and um, got my root canal. So I'm on the... So I'm on the mend now, but one of the, you know, small tragedies of my medical situation was that we had like four holiday parties this week, like the only week of the year we've been invited to actual parties. So you've got the pink eye, the root canal, but I managed to pull myself together. But, But here's the thing. Last February, I had to speak at this really fancy pants club in Pasadena. And I needed some accessories. I knew that the women coming to listen to 
my speech on the book, we're going to be bejeweled because that's what they, <laughs> that's what they that's do. That's the kind of girls they are. Right. And I knew I could not compete on any level with what they were pulling out of their safety deposit boxes. <laughs> so uh, I went with, I decided to go get a quote, like fun piece of costume jewelry. Okay. Ooh. Just I'm fun, right? So I went to Macy's, <laughs> and you know those days at Macy's when, like, the clothes are free? Have you ever yes, been in there? Yes, you have yes, a coupon, have and it's why I love Macy's. Yeah, it's like I had the coupon. It was before 11 a.m., and I was wearing red, okay? And it was like, <laughs> go red. I mean, honestly. So this, I bought this necklace that is just lots and lots of, like, plastic balls, okay? Mm-hmm. It's it's like layer, it's like drapes and drapes of plastic balls. It is a large piece of jewelry, but because it's see-through, it's fun, you know? It's it's light, even though it's large. And um, total cost, eight bucks. All okay? right. Total cost, eight bucks. Okay. I wore it to that fancy pants thing in February. People were, like, falling over to tell me how much they love the necklace. Oh. And you know when you have a good bargain, you're dying to say eight bucks, you know? <laughs> yes, you are. But not <laughs> but, to the, that but, crowd. But not to that crowd. I just kept saying thank you, thank you. So I resurrected, you know, to distract people from the pink eye and the swollen jaw. I decided to <laughs> resurrect good. the necklace. Good idea, Liam. So, it's called redirection in magic, so, right? <laughs> Yes. So I wore it to a luncheon and then back-to-back luncheon office party for my husband. And once again, the $8 necklace creates a frenzy of activity. (laughs) At one point at the luncheon, there was like a high-end holiday boutique. And my friend who sells like $3,000, you know, jewels, she Mm. said, that is really a statement piece. And I was like, yeah, the statement is eight bucks, you know? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Eight bucks. So that is okay. Well, that sort of lifted up your whole week then. It really did. And then I wore it to my husband's office Christmas party once again, where the dress code was holiday comfort. Oh, okay. That does not mean anything. That means Ugg boots. It means Ugg boots, right? Isn't that what they were in California? To me, that sounds like it means a plaid bathrobe. She's trying to say it's an inside outside. Right. Like snuggy, you know, I didn't know what to wear. So I wore the ne- necklace once again to distract from the pink eye and um, it worked again. I, I had a lot of women who were really into their jewels pointing. One woman actually touched my necklace and then that's when I think she figured out it was plastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. She'll be punished because she's going to get pink eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if she's actually touching you. <laughs> All right. Well, good work. I, I'm sure that thanks. Well, so. just bring it out for New Year's, Leon. Your anniversary's coming up. Seems like you can take one more round with it. Another. I think so. I think so. And then, and then it's done. Then I will have officially gotten my eight bucks out of it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you're talking about teeth. It's interesting. I have I have a situation going on here. A dental situation going on at my house, and uh, and I, Lee, and I know you can understand this, but I think anyone that has cohabitated can understand that, you know, after you resolve the issues of money and sex in your marriage, the third biggest issue that you you have is toothpaste and the toothbrushes and yes. where they're kept and how they're stored. I mean, it just causes so much marital discord. And really? I'll, I'll listen, and I, yes, Liz, Liz, I admit it. 
I didn't put the cap back on the tooth, toothpaste. I didn't grow up that way, you know, because there were eight kids in the family. It really was never my job. And so when I got married and found out that, gee, in fact, people expect the cap to be on the toothpaste, you know, this was a big problem. But over the years, with a lot of counseling, my husband and I have worked through this, and it all has been well until we started using Crest Pro Health toothpaste with whitening. Do you know this brand? <laughs> Do you well, know this? I, I mean, Crest sounds familiar. Yes. It's, it seems it's, like a very fine product. It's yeah. made by P&G. Yeah. Okay. Here's the problem. The cap is not, it's not a screw cap. It's one of those snap caps. Oh, okay. like a flip top? A flip top. Mm-hmm. But it does not, yeah. it does not stay secure. So in what you get every single day is this giant ooze of Crest Pro Health toothpaste with whitening all over your counter. It's disgusting, okay? Mm-hmm. And I just, I yeah. can't figure this out because this is Crest. It's Procter & Gamble. They're like, they make good products. What happened here? So, Monica, I, I did what I, <laughs> what, I said, what would Monica do? And I know Monica would go to the internet to find out. She'd go to Facebook to find out <laughs> what's up with the Crest Pro Health whitening toothpaste. And guess what, Monica? They have a Facebook group with 272 members. Really? I'm, I don't know. How is that possible that people want to be in a Crest Pro Health? I, Julie, I don't know either. It's just the craziest thing. The Facebook yeah, But people, groups. you know, they're written on the wall. Like, seriously, this toothpaste is great. Or I love this toothpaste. It makes my teeth really, really, really white. Three really. Okay. Okay. So was there a hot debate about the snap no. top? No, there was no, no no debate about the snap top whatsoever. I seem to be the only one having the oozing problem. But Liz, I scrolled down. Apparently, there are some giant issues with Crest Pro Health whitening toothpaste. One person wrote in to say that it is causing bad staining of their teeth. Instead of turning white, they're turning brown like there's some <laughs> crack users. Somebody else was complaining about inner oral skin peeling. Okay. What I think other- I have that too. I think I- <laughs> that's next. One other woman wrote in, she said she tried the toothpaste and it made her feel like her gums were on fire and it caused excessive drooling. Okay. <laughs> It's just so I'm just amazed that they're just it's out there that there are people, you know, but. Uh, well, Julie, that, I think you just answered the question why people join these groups, because that's hilarious. That's <laughs> what they want to read about is other people who are drooling. That's entertainment to them. It is. Liz, I don't get it. But still, nobody has this cap issue that I that I seem to have. So that's why I'm bringing it here to the podcast this morning, because I just need to get an answer to that. OK, but you, you, none of you none of you have oozing toothpaste on your on your counters. No. Nope, OK, nope. I will, okay. Uh, no, we use I use the little squat flip. That's what like I use the things too. that stand up. And I, a lot of toothpastes don't come in that format anymore, <laughs> that packaging. So my, yeah, but we do have, we do have the same, we have two different kinds of Listerine because I don't like his Listerine and he doesn't like mine. See, well, you might enjoy the website <laughs> dentalheroes.com, which is started by a guy or okay. a person named Corny Kemp, who is not a dentist, but does love all things associated with dental care. So 
Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. In, in your spare time, Lynn, go for it. Okay. Okay. Well, if anyone wants to write I in, will. give Julie guidance on the uh, oozing, the oozing uh, Procrest <laughs> health problem that nobody else. I am going to have to start my own Facebook group. I can see that. That's that's the answer there. The other Facebook group that I plan to start is for what happened to the NHL. Uh, this is going to be my uh, my next group, and I know. Really? It is, I went to a Dallas Stars game this week, uh-huh. a professional hockey game here in Dallas, Texas. They were playing the New York Islanders. I went with some friends. It was a very fun evening. But I have a question for, you know, sisters Leanne and Liz, who know a lot more about sports. Okay. Now, it's it's indoor hockey. Okay. I get that. And it's Dallas, so there are cheerleaders. Okay. I get that. Uh, maybe that's going on now with all all um, NHL leagues that do all teams have um, – hockey cheerleaders is that- i don't know are the cheerleaders on skates do they skate around no 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 the cheerleaders are they are in the um they're in the auditorium they have their own little platform stage and during the period uh, during the period breaks three uh-huh. periods they're dancing and shaking and doing all things that you know dallas the cheerleaders cheerleaders do. would do okay so that's not the problem the other the thing that i want to know about is something that we have in uh, dallas called ice girls and these are six girls, and they are wearing bikini tops and spandex um, pants, and they're on skates. And they, they are coming out onto the ice pretty much whenever there is a change in line or a cha- you know, any kind of break in the action. And they have shovels, and they are shoveling off the excess um, ice that, you know, that is created uh, by the, the ice shavings. Okay, by the ice shavings. Okay. But these these ice girls, okay, first of all, they can't skate. Now that, that does not seem to be a qualification. Okay, that is a, uh, they um they have many fine attributes as you can imagine because they look good in the bikini tops and they all had long hair. They were young, pretty, but they cannot skate. But and they're on the ice all during the game with these shovels. But they're, they're like every time they come out on the ice, you're like Oh, she is not going to make it because she is wobbling, <laughs> wobbling around. But when did that happen to professional skating? I, I, just, I don't know. I, I haven't been to a pro hockey game in probably eight years. The last time we went, we were sitting in seats. The language was so foul and everyone was so drunk. We have just never been back. Wow. I, I find the pro hockey, ex- I find the hockey experience like you would not take your kids to at least to an LA Kings game when I went. But um, so they're basically human Zambonis in bikini tops, right? (laughs) Julie, I I can tell by the tone of your voice that you don't really approve of this. I don't approve of it. Monica, think of it like think of another sport that has where where you need or like like in tennis. You know how they add uh, professional tennis games. They have boys. They're very discreet. They're crouched down low. They're, you know, they're, they're wearing in, shorts. They're wearing yeah. shorts and they're collar shirts. And they can run, they can run, and they can throw the ball back to the tennis player. Okay. okay. Here, you don't have that. I, but it was, it was the same thing, and they were in bikinis and they couldn't throw. Wouldn't you have, wouldn't you have a, a objection to that? Yes. Yes. When you when you put it that way, it does seem like like yes. at least if they could skate, that would be kind of fun. Right. Uh, you know, it but could these be... girls cannot skate. Okay, they're just holding on for dear life. They bring out a big garbage can to put the ice shavings in, and they're all. It's like when you first learn how to skate, and you're holding onto a chair and pushing it across the ice. That's yeah. what these girls are doing. So. <laughs> 
Okay, so anyway. Well, I'm sure they're all very nice local Dallas girls, right? I'm sure they're lovely girls. They didn't exactly grow up skating on a pond the way we did. So you're right. There's, it, it may be too late in their lives to really pick up some of the basic skills, uh, but they're looking well, good. Well, I think we need to hear we need to hear from the Minnesotans on this about yes. what goes down at a real hockey game in Minnesota, as opposed to a fake hockey game in places where hockey should not be played. <laughs> so I would like to Minnesotans need to weigh in. Do okay. you have ice girls? And I'm sure if they do, one they can skate, and two they're fully clothed. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> In Minnesota. It's not, Leanne, it sounds to me like you just have a problem with the whole concept of sunbelt hockey anyway. Yes. Yes. I, it disturbs me what's happened to hockey because it should be a great sport. And it's about the fighting and it's about the cheerleaders and it's about the ice girls and the swearing. It makes me sad. I used to love, as a big Rangers fan growing up, I used to love watching pro hockey. And now I don't. I just can't stand the fighting. I just can't well, stand it. I'm not sure it. you'd and, like these ice girls any better, Leanne. <laughs> It, it's, I don't like I don't like the sound of it at all, Julie. And you know what I don't like the sound of? As long as we're entertainment beefs, let me just throw this out there. How is it possible that Howard Stern got a job on America's Got Talent as a judge for allegedly ten million dollars a year? Liz, you're in the TV business. Can you explain this? Because well, here's a, here's a guy who's unpleasant, mm-hmm. like disappeared off the face of the earth, and frankly, is no judge of talent. <laughs> Right. And did you mention he has a filthy mouth? Yeah, well, he has a filthy mouth, but not on network television. He can't do that. So that will be really interesting to see how he pulls it off. How how can you be Howard Stern and be kind of a little bit nicer than you think of him as normally being? I can totally see why Howard Stern took the gig. Because if you think about it, yeah, oh my God, he he has literally dropped off the face of the earth since he went to satellite radio. I mean, we know what that's like. (laughs) It's it's fun over there. You get to say whatever you want, but it's not like there. I mean, he lost his huge audience. So for him to be in front of a big audience again, it's obviously something he wants to like sort of get back into the public dialogue. Nobody talks about Howard Stern anymore. And the fact that they're talking about Simon Cowell a lot more more than they talk about Howard Stern. He just wants to steal some of that thunder. So I get that. But you're right. I don't understand the flip side. Not only did they hire him for a zillion dollars, they're moving the show to New York so that he can continue to do his radio show in the morning and then do this show too. So from the producer's point of view, I always thought that America's Got Talent, what was great about it is that it was sort of wholesome family fun. I've only only watched it a couple of times, but it seems like pretty mainstream, broad family audience stuff right yes right right like they like to find yes a fireman who has a voice like an opera star and there are the the kids that are good dancers yes it's all very clean yeah so it's hard to imagine howard stern really having a feel for that kind of material i'm with you lan to- totally with you it's uh but you know i just i'm annoyed. obviously what they call stunt casting Right. So they want I mean, who cares about Piers Morgan anyway? So I'm glad they got rid of him. I think they should take him off <laughs> CNN, too. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, would you watch it? No, I'll of watch. course not. I I'll mean, I, you know, and twice to see what he does. I think that's all they're counting on, Monica. Oh, okay. Is that like if people tune in once or twice and I mean, it's sort of what they did this year with American Idol. You know, people were so surprised at Steven Tyler as a choice for American Idol. But at least Steven Tyler, you know, has an eye for talent. 
and is in the business. And right. He's right. A, he's he's a, a rock star. star. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a yeah. And he is, was a huge success on American Idol. I know people love him. Oh, we love him. Yeah. And he's, he turned out to be much more lovable than America really thought he was going to be. And maybe that's what they're betting on with Howard Stern. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think Howard Stern is lovable in any context. No. Well, I just object. No. I object to the trend no. where where a few people seem to get all the jobs. It's sort of the Ryan Seacrest scenario. I am much more appalled at yes. the idea of Ryan Seacrest taking over the Today Show. When I read that, I was like, okay, uh, how many more jobs does the guy need? And uh, really... I like morning, noon, and night. Like no matter when I'm going to turn on my TV, it's just going to be all Ryan all the time. And I think he's a perfectly nice, talented guy, but I just can't see him leading a serious interview with a newsman. Whatever. So uh, this is just another example of a few people sooner or later are going to end up with all the jobs. That's why. That's why there are no jobs in America. That's <laughs> okay, Liz. <laughs> Good care. People Good. should just take their one job and then not be greedy. Let other people take the other jobs. There are plenty of people out there that need that job, Howard <laughs> or Ryan. Come on. So, okay, that's all I really. Or Elizabeth to. Hasselback. <laughs> All right, uh, Monica, you were going to bring it on home with a movie review. Something that's a little bit more uplifting than Howard Stern, because I had just the most fantastic movie going experience yesterday. And when I was going home, I was like, this is the reason I don't subscribe to Netflix, because I like to go to the movie. So I went to see um, Hugo. The Martin Scorsese film oh. about uh, it's it's unbelievable. But here here is a good part of the not just the movie, but I went to this place called the Living Room Theater in downtown Portland, and you get like a big Barca lounger. Oh, that's with, good. It, it is good with a footrest, and they do serve food and stuff in there. And it was a three D movie. And I, the only time I've ever seen a 3D movie, Liz, I think it was with you at Disney World. Didn't we see some Mickey's music parade? <laughs> yes, or... I so. yes I and the instruments were flying yes. right at us. Huh? And yes. they're also spraying things at you. Oh, and, that yeah, was yeah. like smell-o-vision yeah, or, yeah. or something. So I've never seen a 3D movie before. So I thought that was just very exciting when the guy handed out. I thought they were just cheap paper glasses, but they're goggles. Yes, they're, very they're, they're like they're like the onion goggles. Yep. <laughs> yes, they're very substantial. He's like, be careful with these and don't, you know, touch the lenses. So I just enjoyed looking around. It's a very small theater and seeing other people with their goggles on mm-hmm. that and, is the, fun, and, fun. and the family next to me. But I have to say this movie, Hugo, is so unbelievably great. I highly recommend it. It's just it's so beautiful. It's it's set. It's the, the movie's set in the 1930s in Paris, and it's about this young boy Hugo, and he lives inside this giant Paris train station, and his job is to keep all of the clocks working. And he actually lives inside the giant clock. So just imagine that, Leon, you and Colin should go see this movie right away. I think, yes. you, I think you will love it. Leave those other two at home. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I, because it is a fairly long movie. And so it's not just about, it's just very magical, but it's not just about Hugo, the boy in the clock. He meets, be, befriends this magician 
and he finds out that he used to be this famous French filmmaker. So at this point, Martin really goes off on the whole film thing, which I still thought was beautiful. But I think for younger kids, they might get a little bit bored at that. Um, it's just it's just absolutely a beautiful movie. It's a little bit melancholy. So at certain points, I was tearing up inside my three <laughs> goggles. There was some fogging going on. I had to, you know, take my goggles off and dab my eyes. And then I looked at the screen. I was like, holy cow, that is blurry. But anyway... <laughs> A wonderful, wonderful movie. I recommend it for kids and adults. And I don't normally love, you know, ana- f- full animation movies. And it's it's a mixture of animation and real time, I guess you call it, film. Live action. Live action, Leon. Thank you. Live action. It's just absolutely stunning. Beautiful, beautiful movie. So can, can you guarantee us that neither Howard Stern nor Ryan Seacrest are in it in any way? <laughs> no, would... but I do have to mention that that Sasha Baron Cohen is in it. Oh. And, uh, you know, he has done some controversial roles. <laughs> he plays uh, the station uh like policeman. Uh, he's very, very good. Very funny in the movie. It's just a wonderful movie. And I think it's very magical. You know what, Monica? I, I was at a book event a couple of months ago, that book awards that I went to, and Brian Selznick, the author of Hugo, was the featured speaker. He, uh-huh. he, the, Hugo was a best-selling um, book, and it's if you haven't actually seen the book, he, Isn't it he a is primarily a, a – yeah, I mean, that would be one way to describe it. He's an artist who you know tells his story in both words and pictures, but I mean, these pictures are highly detailed – and there are like a hundred of them in the book along with um, prose. And uh-huh. he was the most delightful guy. And he had a huge hit with Hugo. He has a new book on the bestseller list called Wonderstruck. And he took us through the whole process of what it's like. It took three years to do the photo, to do all the pictures. And he hangs them up in his studio in San Diego, like one at a time. And he does, you know, pen and ink versions and full color versions. And it was just an extraordinary process. But he said, you know, imagine you're, you're this guy. You work three or four years on a single book. Martin Scorsese says he calls you and said hey i really like to make your book into a movie okay wow. there's a dream come true and yeah. then when he said when he went to the set for the first time oh. and he saw i mean martin scorsese literally like lifted entire photo you know the his pictures brian Selznick's pictures and made them the sets he said he just was overwhelmed at like the complete you know 100 percent dead-on detail that Scorsese got from his drawings. He said it was the most magical professional experience he could ever imagine having. He was the super, like, the nicest, most delightful guy in the whole world. So good for him. And I'm glad to hear that the movie was great. And this was – I saw him a couple months ago before the movie came out. So – and now it's getting all kinds of best picture uh, buzz. Well, it was my personal best picture of the year, I have to say. Okay. I loved it. I loved it. I, I All right, well, I, now the kids are off of school. The exams are done. Soccer's over. AYSO season. Take and He will love I it. I will. Yeah, I'm going to take him this week. All right, some good um, holiday viewing. We're going to have to wrap it up now. Leanne, I know you had a yeah. couple of notes, and so did I. I want to remind people that Satellite Sisters has an iPhone app and an Android app, so all of the instructions are online. I think you could probably even send those to people as gifts. I'm not sure how, but I challenge you to figure it out. <laughs> I think it would be an excellent, low-cost gift for all of your Satellite Sisters. So go for it. And Leanne? Leanne? 
Hello. Did we lose Leanne? I think we just lost Leanne. Oh, okay. we did lose Leanne. Connection Leigh-Ann. lost. Hang on. I can dial her back. See, isn't this interesting? The way this whole thing works. Eh. At least I've gotten good at dialing people back now. That, <laughs> that was my one big accomplishment. Okay. Now. Oh, she's busy. She's talking <laughs> to someone else. It's Howard Stern's on the line. Okay. <laughs> hang on. She needs to hang up on her end so that we can call her. But I know she wanted to mention a couple of things about the Chaos Chronicles. If you've never, uh, okay. Why don't you guys fill in that information while I, I try well, to redial her? Oh, Deb- now it's ringing. Now it's ringing. Okay. Hey. Oh, hey. Okay. We're still live. So, uh, oh, okay. So, so okay. we, we threw it, we threw it to you and now here you are after a short All delay. Right. Oh, okay. I was just saying a couple things. Chaos Chronicles, new podcast through the end of the year. It's available at Stitcher Radio, too. I have my own app, Liz. I've gone off on my own. Okay. Stitcher Radio is the app. You can download that for free, and that works on your mobile devices. Uh, uh, That's about all I know about it. So I'm really going to figure it out over the holidays. But thanks. People requested it, and now it's available there. And also the Making Life Better newsletter. If you've been having issues about getting the letter, don't worry. It's coming. They fixed it all Saturday, and you have been entered in the drawing. Don't worry about that. You could still win the standing mixer, but not not you guys because you're family. (laughs) (laughs) You've made that perfectly And you don't bank. You don't well, I, I, one, I thought maybe if I won the standing mixer, I would give it to Julie for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you might. Maybe. I maybe. might. I might. Or I might just put it out on my balcony with all the balloons. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, at Satellite Sisters, we're going to take a couple of weeks off here for Christmas and New Year's. We'll be back in early January. But remember, if you have the iPhone app or the Android app or you just go to SatelliteSisters.com, we have hundreds of shows there, hundreds, hundreds of shows. So yeah. if you're really missing us over the holiday, I say you just pick a date at random from our two-year archive and listen again. And I think it's just as enjoyable the second or third time around. But uh, It's like we're like a fine wine, Liz. <laughs> Well, I guess it's for our listeners to judge that, but uh, yeah, yeah. Go, try it out and let us know how you like it. So iPhone app and Android app or SatelliteSisters.com. We are just always there for you whenever you need us. So, okay, you guys, um, see you soon. See you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ho, see ho, you ho. Yes. See you soon. That's all you got at the end of the year? How well, about? Okay. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Or it's been a great year, don't you think? I think I think 2011 has been a pretty good year on the whole. All right, and on to 2012. It's all up from here. <laughs> okay. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your satellite sisters. I shall return on Christmas Day, I shall.